What's going on, everybody? It's the Myrtle Beach Nerd. Today's Friday, March 22nd, 2019, and I'm here with another podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is a true solo podcast. Last time I tried one of these, I had a run-in from the Nerdette. So what I had to do, and I had to be drastic, was drive 30 miles away from the household so I can actually get one done without her attacking me and taking over my show. But um, but yeah, anyway, no, all kidding aside, did want to apologize about the scheduling this week. Um, normally... What we were doing was having, you know, a couple podcasts a week. I would do a solo, she would do a solo, and then on Friday we would do our do our main podcast, the one that we do together. But um, yeah, it's just been really weird lately. The scheduling's been been off, so I do apologize about that. I got a new job. I'm not gonna apologize for getting a new job. Um, I'm getting paid more, which is great. But um, but my days off have changed. Uh, I used to be off Saturday and Sunday, so the Friday podcast would kind of be like our um, like our premiere show, I guess. We do like a couple hours and whatnot, and just stay up all night and just get all fucking retarded and just do a podcast but um that's gonna change uh, my days off for now are sundays and more than likely thursday are gonna be my days off so we'll probably end up doing a wednesday and saturday podcast we might push them back a day and um i'll be able to do my solo podcast same time i was normally doing them for the most part but yeah it, it, it sucks a little bit but you know things change in life and we're gonna go ahead and um you know just adjust and just adjust accordingly and you know just keep on putting out content for you guys so i do apologize for the weird scheduling this week if it did bother you um hopefully it didn't but yeah things are going to go back to normal hopefully next week and we're going to get some things going so yeah there's that um yeah casey anthony i put a post out on reddit and um i got, got some feedback from the post people saying i'm a sick bastard to hey go for it man and money talks all sorts of different kind of things so still trying to find casey anthony um because I would love, I mean, and, and I know like this is like a, a fun little thing we we're talking about. But now the more I think about it, the more I want to get her on. And um, yeah, it, it's it's like, you know, she was scrutinized for, you know, obviously what happened with the daughter Kaylee and all that good stuff. But like not much has been heard or seen from her since then. And um, apparently she was up in the news for um, St. Patrick's Day. She was at a bar, I guess, buying everyone shots and just drinking with people and having a good time, partying and dancing. And people were like offended by that. And it's like, it's been, it's, it's been quite a while since she was acquitted for the, for, for the murder of her daughter. And it's like, dude, she's got to have a life just because her daughter, you know, got murdered or whatever happened you know, like, no one knows the true story. It happened, you know, and you know, she's got to have a life. She can't just give up and just, just like, what is she supposed to do? Sit in a room and just cry for the rest of her life? Like not do anything. I mean, it sucks, but life does go on. You have to move on. If not just for yourself, but for the memory of your daughter, you can't just, can't just give up you know you got to keep trying you got to push life doesn't end because something terrible happens you have to move on and that's what makes us who we are as people you know you have to you just, you just have to adapt no matter what happens you know i mean things happen all the time and i know it's different in certain aspects of life but in, in the animal kingdom if a lioness is you know cub gets killed she doesn't just give up and stop hunting and becoming and being a lion you know uh, she, she moves on she hunts she she fends for her life and she maybe even has another child who knows now, comparing us to animals, you know, obviously it's it's a weird comparison and it's not the same because we actually have feelings and emotions that others don't have, obviously, and, you know, out of all of, uh, quote-unquote, God's creations. But, um, I, I, I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. I'm just talking shit right now. But, yeah, it, it's just like, I, I, I got mad reading other people's opinions about, like, you know, her and just like, oh, she can't have a life. She can't. Well, fuck you, man. I mean, shit. She, she, she got off. Who knows if she actually did it or not? I mean, I I'm in the camp of I don't know. Um, I'm I'm not gonna judge her or anything like that. I, I would just love to have her in a podcast just to shoot the shit with her, 
And um, Casey, if you're out there, you know, like we'll throw you a few bucks, you know, whatever for your time. Come up with a you know a little schedule, get you on there and talk a little bit. Not gonna bury you, not gonna fucking you know ask any probing questions. We don't even have to talk about your daughter. We can talk about you and your life and see where the hell you've been at, you know, that kind of thing. And just 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 bullshit. Like let people see another side of you, you know. I I, I think it'd be fun. I would love to do it. We treat you fairly, treat you nicely, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, if you if you're out there, I've been throwing out some hashtags. I don't know if it caught your attention or if anybody knows Casey out there, can you bring this to her attention? Uh, the email is MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com. That's MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com. You can hit us up and, you know, we'll make something happen, hopefully. I think it'll be uh, pretty entertaining and engaging content. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, my, my, my next podcast, I, I think what I'm going to do, and it could even be with the Nerdette, we may go over the WrestleMania card for the next one. Um, the rumored WrestleMania card is like 16 matches or some shit like that they were saying is going to be a part of it. So we'd like to talk about it and just kind of go you know, like, go through the matches, like, one by one, kind of give our predictions, things like that, like we did with our other podcast, which was a pretty big hit. We did one of them, and we went over it, got a lot of views and a lot of listens, and that's where people were like, hey, we want more wrestling content, so we're going to give that to you. We're going to talk about the WrestleMania card, our predictions, um, the Hall of Fame, we might even talk about that a little bit, who we kind of, you know, um, wish was in there, and what we think about the current inductees, and hopefully by then there'll be a couple more that they'll announce, so thinking we might do that either this week or next um, I don't know if she wants to be a part of it or not. She, uh, she, she's really excited about WrestleMania. She wanted me to take the day off after WrestleMania so we can kind of have that WrestleMania hangover, you know, to deal with. Um, I'm not really excited about it, so I probably won't even watch WrestleMania this year. I might just, um, I, I might, I don't know, I might just read the results or something like that and talk about that like I normally do with Raw. I'm having a fucking hard time breathing today. It's fucking hot as shit out today. It's really fucking disgusting. And, um, I don't know, the pollen's just really getting to me, so I'm, I don't know. Just part of me if I got to take a little deeper breath than normal. So I'm not dying or anything, but yeah. I look like I'm dying, though. Fucking that keto diet is really doing wonders, man. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I was at like a little over 250. Don't know the exact numbers here, but I was like a little over 250. And I'm down to like 208 right now. I'm under the 210. So about 40 pounds or more just gone after starting keto in January. And it's March now, obviously, so it's about 20 pounds a month I've been losing. It's fucking amazing. It's a great diet. I need to start, like, running or working out, doing something a little bit more just to get active and, you know, get the heart and blood pumping. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm looking better. I'm feeling better. Clothes are fitting nicer. Um, my carb intake is well under 20 a day. Uh, a lot of days it's under 10. Some days I even have no carbs. I've been pairing that with intermittent fasting, which has been fucking amazing. You know, it's it's been unbelievable. And the results, you know, they're definitely there. I actually went and bought a pair of boxers um, at Walmart right before I started the diet. Because, you know, like men, you know, we keep the same shit forever. And I finally got a new pair of boxers. And they were, like, really tight around my, like, thighs. Like, they were really tight. It was horrible. And, like, I couldn't, like, pull them off. So, like, if I, like, put my hand in, like, the leg part and try to pull it, there wasn't much space. But now it's, like, really, like, they're really loose. So I, I lost the weight in my thighs first, kind of like a woman, <laughs> like you lose the weight in your thighs or I actually, where the fuck? No, I think women losing her tits first. I, I, I have no idea, but I lost weight in my thighs and it's like nice and all because my pants, I bought a new pair of jeans too. They fit so much better now. And they were like 36 waist and I had forties before then, but cause I used to like buying them a little bit baggier. So I didn't look as fat. 
but uh, yeah, those 36s are fucking loose. I could pull the, I could pull the pants out, a couple more notches on the belt. So I have been losing in my waist too. It's just not as visible and not as quick as I'd like. I just really want to wear like a t-shirt and feel and look decent in it, you know, and that's starting to happen. You know, I, I don't have man boobs really as much anymore. So those are going away, but the weight's not, you know, going from the places I want them to go to. But eventually after staying on this diet for long enough, I'm hoping that all the fat from the areas of my thighs are gone and, you know, they starts pulling from other areas. So I start looking decent. Summer's still a couple months away. It's uh, like I said, it's the end of March right now. So I'm thinking April, May, June, about three more months. We got people coming in August. So that's five months away. We got people coming down. Well, actually, no, it's like the end of March. So a little over four months, we got people coming over. So if I can lose 40 more pounds by then, holy shit, I'll be down to my ideal weight, which is anywhere between a 165 to 175 weight, uh, like limited. That's where I want to be. So, I mean, it, it's happening. It's possible. I'm very excited. This keto thing has been a dream come true. And I'm hoping that with like the new work schedule, I, I, I can further enhance my, my working out because I don't have to be as wor- be at work as, as early, a little bit later. I have to drive a little bit farther, but it's not that bad. And I'm making a lot more money, which is always a good thing. It's a blessing for the family and I. And I'm hoping I can kick butt my new position at work and um, just keep making money because like right now I'm, I'm in a happy place. You know, things change for me. I'm trying to get acclimated to my new role which is a supervisory role. I'm actually an assistant manager now at my, at my company. So it's, it's a really nice feeling. It's like, it's like a payoff of all the years that I put into this place. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just nice, just a nice feeling. And, you know, with losing the weight, that's boosted up my self-confidence. I, I'm feeling better. Uh, I, I feel awesome now. I mean, my depression is, it's, it's still there, but it's not as bad. My anxiety is still there, but it's not as bad anymore. So it's like this has really been doing wonders for my mental psyche, and it's been helping out a lot. And I recommend anybody, you know, uh, of course, you got to speak to your doctor and see what the best option is for you. But I would definitely recommend looking into keto and doing some research on it because it is it is phenomenal. It's a life changing thing. And I'm hoping that like, you know, like last year we couldn't go to the beach as much because my my stomach, I was having a lot of stomach intestinal issues. And it's because all the garbage I was eating, you know, like chips and shit like that and just very high carb items and sugar and soda and like now, I haven't really had many issues at all. Um, I'm going to be a little graphic for a second. I haven't been able to poop as much. But um, that's also part of the keto lifestyle. Uh, I haven't been able to crap as much. But it, it, it's definitely worth it because I don't feel those issues in my stomach like I like I used to have. So this will be a, definitely be a better year. And also with certain things going on too in life, it's been really nice to just, to just have this um, you know, influx of money with, with the new job. So, I mean, th- things are going really good right now. And I hope to have this house paid off in a couple of years. That's also still the main goal. Once that's done, I mean, oh my God, it'll just be, life will just be great. So, uh, hopefully things keep going well and, um, that neighbor's leaving obviously. So that's another good thing. So fucking good riddance, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just been really good. So let's, let's uh, dive into this podcast now, shall we? I've been talking for about 10 minutes now about some random shit. But uh, this podcast was prompted today because, like, I really didn't have much to talk about. And then uh, this morning on Twitter, I found a couple of interesting things I wanted to speak about. There was a guy, he posted a picture of an African child. And it was, like, you know, obviously a kid in Africa, you know, he was wearing, like, like, like those stereotypical brown, like, fucking shorts or whatever the hell they are. And they were all, like, ripped up and shit. And he was all thin and ashy, and he was sitting on, like, a rock. And the guy, the guy posts, he goes, um... He goes, be thankful to God for what we have. That's what he said. And, it, you know, it's, 
it's a nice message for those of you that believe, obviously, because it does make you sort of reflect and say, okay, well, man, some people have it way worse than I do. I should be grateful for all these things I have. But me, being an agnostic or an atheist, whatever you want to call me, um, you can kind of decipher my words and choose what the hell I am. I consider myself an atheist because I don't believe in God, but I do believe there's something out there. There's got to be something out there that created all this because, I mean, how the hell does something like this start? You look around and there's like trees and water and everything's beautiful and perfect in the way that, you know, you're born from birth and you have a brain and a heart and everything works together so well. There's got to be something out there. I just don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in all the stories. I don't think God is exactly the way they describe him in the Bible. I don't think there's a heaven or hell there, there, but there, there is a creator. There's got to be something. I just don't know what the hell it is. And no one can tell you what it is because it's, it, there's no confirmation. You know, uh, I don't believe in science as much. And, and my views change every, every so often about science, but it's like, I, I just don't subscribe to the notion that like there's an explosion and all of a sudden this shit happened, you know, like the big bang theory. I, I just don't, I, I don't subscribe to that. It's just, it's almost as unrealistic as a guy parting the seas for another man to walk through and a Noah's Ark and a man living in a whale stomach, you know, for, for three days or whatever it was. And Apollo or whatever the hell his name was, it sliced the moon in half. It's like, come on, there's all these weird things out there and just religion uh, that people believe in. But it's like, I, I, I do believe that there's got to be something out there. I mean, you just look around, like go outside and take a deep breath and look around at everything that's going on. Like something had to have put us here, whether it's aliens or whatever the fuck you want to think. Something did it, but then something put the aliens there too. And it's a real mind fuck. I've talked about this before where you keep going back and back and back and back and back and back. And before you know it, it's like, there's got to be something to start. But what made that person? And your head will explode. So try not to think about it too much and just live your life day by day. I don't think you have to subscribe to any kind of like being in the sky or any omnipotent Lord or anything like that to live a full and enriching life. But back to that guy though. Yeah, he posted a picture of the African kid and he said that. So it made, it made me think. And I'm like, all right, listen, if I'm a religious person, there's two sides of every coin. Sure, you can say this is great that, you know, God blessed me with all these things. But then again, why would he fuck that other kid? Why can't that kid have nice things? That kid's in Africa where he's fucking getting chased by lions and tigers and shit. Fucking, you know, doesn't have the medicine or the or, or the care or anything like that to take care of himself. He's The nutrition is bad because they're not eating real food. It, it's horrible, you know? They're getting sick and dying. They probably won't even make it to adulthood. It's really fucked up, you know, the way they, they live down there and the way that we live here. It's almost like you, you go there and you, you're taking a trip back like 350 years in the past because they're so goddamn behind. They live in mud huts still, their houses are shit, their water's dirty. And it, it just it just makes you wonder, like, why is it that way there? You know, why can't they have anything nice? Why does it suck so bad for them? But we live so great here, you know? Um, and we send a lot of aid there. We send a lot of supplies and things like that. But it's like, they're human beings. They should be able to do things on the same level that we do here. Why are we so much more advanced you know, they say Africa's rich in, you know, um, minerals and things like that. And the land is very great. You know, it's really nice there and all sorts of shit. But like, why are they like a hundred and fucking years behind us in every aspect of life? If, if you give them an iPad, something that's been out for well over a decade here, they're going to look at it and their fucking minds are going to be like blown, you know? It's like, there, there's got to be a way to advance them as people. It's just like they're fucking savages down there. It's absolutely nuts. And I'm not like making fun of them or anything, but think about it. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And not just Africa. There's other parts of the world too, but Africa really stands out because it's like, you go to London 
they're fine. You go to Antarctica, you know, there's nothing ice there, okay? It's a horrible excuse. Like, you, you go to Canada, you go to anywhere else that's not in the U.S. You go to China and Japan, all those places, they're way sophisticated. But in Africa, it's like there's, like, this fucking own, like, planet. It reminds me of the X-Men comics where, like, you'd have the Savage Land, you know, and it's, like, dinosaurs and shit. That's what it reminds me of here, but it's but it's Africa and Africans. I don't know if it's, like, there's, like, an intelligence thing there or what, but it's just, like, they're fucking completely behind. Maybe they should send people there to teach them how to do things on their own so they can kind of, like, build up and get up with the rest of society and the rest of the world. It's like they're so far behind, man. Fucking crazy. The only thing they're ahead of us in is fucking diseases. That's about it. It's crazy. They do need some help there. And I, I, I don't know how to fix it because I'm, I'm not a fixer. I don't have any way to help these people or anything like that. I, I can just offer, like, my own, like, things. I like to question pretty much everything in life. But yeah, they're, I mean, instead of sending them financial or financial, just like money and just free money and the care packages and people come down there to try to teach them like different languages and shit, you need to go down there and teach them how to fucking like, you know, build roads and shit like that. You don't really see cars down there as much, you know, the only cars are the rich people from America that go there and hunt their animals as fucking trophy animals and shit, you know, fucking weird. But yeah, I keep getting way off base here. But basically, like, my, my question is, is, like, why do we need God, then, if that's the case? Because, like, you, you've got him who, you know, gives us all these blessings, but then treats them like shit, and they're fucking way behind. And You know, it's like, when can we just take self-accountability into action? And that's where I was going with this whole thing before I went left. Maybe we could just say that they're not, they're, they're just not good enough at this point. They're just behind, and it's going to take a while to get them where they need to be. Um, maybe integrate our ways of living with them by maybe taking over some of that land, you know, like maybe moving down there and bringing businesses there and things like that and help build out their economy so they can prosper as well. They're just so far behind. It's like, I mean, even in the wild West here, we seem to have had more shit than they have now, which is fucking mind boggling how far behind they are. But I just thought that was a little funny note though, that the fact that the guy was like, Oh yeah, thank God for this. But it's also shitting on them too, because it's like, God loves us, but he fucking hates them. It's kind of like the boxer who comes out and says, thank God for giving me the talent to knock this guy the fuck out. The other guy should get up off the ground, like stumbling and being like, well, fuck you for not giving me the care of God. Why don't you love me? Why don't you give me talent? You know, it should just go both ways. But a lot of those Christians don't see it that way. That's basically what I meant about that. Uh, oh yeah. So there's a fucking Univision commercial too. My wife told me to put this one in there. Uh, so there's a Univision, um, channel for, for Spanish people, obviously Spanish language speakers. Um, I, I, I got to brush up on my Spanish actually. I don't really speak as much as I used to. When I was a kid, I was fluent, but as the years went by, I spoke it less and less and less. And I, I can still speak Spanish. I just forget a lot. Um, it takes me a little while to understand. I don't, my brain doesn't function as fast as it used to be because of that, I guess. I don't know. I can't process the words together, but, um, this was specifically for Spanish people. Univision is a, like it shows a lot of soap operas, news, things like that. Movies occasionally, that kind of stuff. You know, um, if I had to say it was like any American channel, I would probably say like old school TBS. Um, but with soap operas and things like that. But anyway, um, there's a commercial saying like, now you can get your news in English. And I'm like, why? I mean, this this channel is for Spanish speaking people. They don't have many channels to, to watch. And you're taking the news away from them. And now the news is going to be in fucking English. Which I just thought that was just odd because like if you're English speaker, like if you're an English speaking person and you want the news, just turn to your English speaking news. Why turn to that one channel that they have and then bitch that they can't watch news in their channel or in, in their language? It just, it just seems like a lot of unnecessary bullshit. I don't know if it's going to be an alternative or not, so I should probably shut the fuck up and wait till more details come out. But the fact that the commercials, like them speaking in English, act like they're doing a favor the people by taking away the Spanish language and putting in the English is just mind boggling. It's like, no, that's what it's for. It's for them. 
but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I kind of wanted to share that it's like the takeover of, uh, you know, America, I guess, who knows. But the thing is, like, also, I, I understand the need for English being the universal language. It seems like that's what they want. And I wouldn't mind either way because I, I can't speak both. So I don't really give a shit either way. I just think it's weird and it's going to suck for people that only speak one language. But I'm going to wait and I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to table this for now and come back to it in the future. I just want to throw it out there to see what anybody else thought. If they've seen the commercial or not, it's still fairly new. So I don't know how long it's been on. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> another thing I saw on Twitter today, one of my followers actually had a post. And, and like, I, I, I normally follow people back if they follow me on Twitter. Just to kind of maintain them as uh, as followers, you know, uh, some people like will delete you if you don't follow them back. So I follow them back. But anyway, um, her name is Felicia Rose. She's actually a um, independent wrestler slash talent slash ballet, whatever you want to call her. Um, she she's known for being very provocative and dirty. You know, she says like a lot of nasty sexual things, I guess. And she's got like this uh, website where she posts like a lot of naked shit, and you can buy like videos and things like that. Whatever, if that's your thing, go for it. But um, she posted today something about jerk-off instructions. <laughs> Selling a video for jerk-off instructions. I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is a jerk-off instruction, right? So I'm sitting there reading the, the thing. She's got a link to click. And I click the link because I'm fucking weird and I like to know what the fuck's going on. If something piques my interest, I want to know what the fuck it is. So I click on it. And it brings you to some website, you know. And everything's blurred out because, you know, she's trying to sell her body and make a profit. Good for her. She's not going to give away for free. So good for, good for her. I applaud you. Anyway, it brings you to a website when it's like her like laying on a bed or some shit and, if, and everything's blurred out. So yeah, she's like on the bed talking, like saying nasty shit. And then like with her hand, she's kind of mimicking how to jerk yourself off. And I guess the idea is like you're seeing a naked girl telling you how to jerk off. And that's just like some weird fucking fetish, I guess. But yeah, she's like licking her lips and like, you know, playing with herself and shit and doing the hand gestures like she's jerking off and saying sexy things and moaning and shit, whatever the fuck it is. This was weird. Now, I didn't watch the whole video. It was like a 10-second clip, and it was supposed to be like a preview, and it's like, oh, join now. Pay $99 for this fucking jerk-off video. But I'm wondering, like, how the fuck doesn't know how to jerk off? Like, like, like seriously, who needs a, a woman to tell you how to jerk the fuck off? It's like, you don't have a dick. You don't, you don't know what it's like, and everybody, you know, should probably like it their own way. I mean, there's certain things I like, and I'm sure there's certain things you like, but... I don't need some woman to tell me how to jerk off. It's just fucking crazy, man. And, like, the fact that she's making, like, a hundred bucks a pot to teach people how to jerk off, it's crazy. I mean, sorry, guys, but if you don't know how to jerk off by now, you're probably never going to get it. I learned at, like, 11 years old how to fucking do it, all right? And I'm sure that might have been a late bloomer for some of you people. I know, you know, I have become an expert, though, I'll tell you that. I'm a fucking pro now, baby. Fucking squeeze one out in five minutes, who knows? Five minutes might be too long. Maybe this is I'm getting old. I don't know. It's all fucked up nowadays. But yeah, jerk off instructions. So Felicia Rose, there you go. That's her name. I don't know what the hell her uh, her gimmick is besides like she's just a, a tramp, I guess. I don't know. I actually, I, I think that's her name, the People's Tramp or some shit like that. That's yeah, pretty fucking interesting. But um, yeah, there's George Conway actually too. I want to speak about George Conway very briefly. That's Kellyanne uh, Kellyanne Conway's um husband. I, I'm not gonna talk too much into this because the thing about it is like politics and me don't really get along too well. I don't know enough about politics, but I do like to listen to certain pundits out there, mostly conservative opinions I care about now because the Democrats are way too left and the Republicans are way too right. I like conservatives, even though they lean more right than left. I just like the fact that like they'll call both sides out in their BS. And for the most part, that's, uh, that, that's what they do. And I do appreciate that and I enjoy it. So what I like to think of is, um, you know, uh, I, I like to think of George Conway as a cuckold. Because what happened was, 
I guess like he came out against Donald Trump and he said a couple of things about him and he was never really outspoken before. And he called Donald Trump out in a couple of things and Kellyanne Conway kind of stayed mum on the whole topic. And then Donald Trump came out and fucking obliterated him and called him like Mr. Kellyanne Conway and called him a bitch basically. And basically called him out for like just being a complete tool. And um, Kellyanne Conway came out in support of the president which was fucking hysterical. It's like, why did you come out and take the president's side of your own husband, man? I mean, like, that's cuckolding to the fucking umph degree. Makes you wonder if, like, she's banging Trump or if Trump's got something on her. Or maybe she's just afraid of him. These people are fucking horrified of Donald Trump, which is fucking funny. Everybody in office is just afraid of him. And, like, they should all have so much dirt on him by now. They can get him kicked out if they wanted to. But it's kind of like they keep their enemy close. They keep their friends close, their enemies closer. It's like they want this guy, this outspoken jerk, you know, under their control by basically being obedient to him, subservient. That's what it seems like. I mean, that that's a very good possibility that they're kind of using Trump as a tool. And uh, maybe that's what it is. But I just thought it was hysterical that Kellyanne Conway fucking flat out took the president's side and was like, yeah, my husband's a fucking idiot. And it's it's just so weird because, like, what are those conversations like at home now? Like, like she curls up in the bed next to him. And is he just, like, sitting there with the light on on his side of the bed, like, just fuming? And <laughs> We need to talk about this, honey. You know, it's just, it's just so weird. Cause like if my, if my wife ever fucking turned her back on me and, and, and I know she wouldn't, but like, if she ever took someone else's side of her mind over something like this, it's something stupid. I would probably think there's something going on. Like, what, what are you fucking him or something? Because like, that's exactly what it seems like. It just seemed like Kellyanne Conway's like, I don't know. And like the things he said about him too, let me see if I could find it actually the exact. Cause I, I, I had the article up here. Yeah. She, she like scolded her husband about it. It was fucking horrific. George Conway often, and this is Donald Trump, by the way, he goes, George Conway often referred to as Mr. Kellyanne Conway by those who know him is very jealous of his wife's success and angry that I, with her help, didn't give him the job, didn't give him the job. he so desperately wanted. And I, with her help, didn't give him the job. He so desperately wanted. So it's like a little weird. Trump said in a tweet, I barely know him, but just take a look. A stone-cold loser and capital loser and husband from hell. And it's like, wait, and she still took his side, man. It's fucking... <laughs> it's just funny, dude. Like, he said he called a pathetic loser, and with the help of his wife, I didn't give him the job. So it's like, wait a second. What the fuck, hon? You know, you cock-blocked me for a job I wanted, and then you're taking a president inside as he calls me a loser and all sorts of shit. It's hysterical, man. Fucking Donald Trump, just he could do whatever the fuck he wants to get away with it. It's, it's like the greatest thing ever. You have all the power in the world that you could roast people at, at your heart's content. And then the guy's wife will sit there and defend you. It's like, dude, this guy has got the fucking luck of the Irish on his side or whatever the fuck he is. It's, it's just funny and it's crazy at the same time. I mean, I, I would leave my wife. I'm sure you guys would leave your spouse the same way. It's just, it, it's nuts, man. Yeah, I just wanted to share that because I thought that was interesting. So I'm not going to get too into politics. I'm not really into it as well. I'm not intelligent enough to have a debate on the topic, so I just don't care enough. I just have my views, and maybe one day I'll go over those, but not today. I'm about to hit my limit today. We try to keep these at a half hour or, or maybe a little bit more, a little bit less, just because it makes it an easy listen. I know you, you guys probably have multiple podcasts you listen to every day, and I want to take up all your time. So, But, um... Oh, yeah. Uh, female comedians I wanted to talk about really quickly because I watched a couple specials. Um, there's this uh, Asian chick. She was pregnant. Her name was Cho or something like that. I, watched, I listened to that this weekend. I listened to Amy Schumer a little bit this weekend. And there's another one, too. Um, uh, really pretty one. Um, blonde. Uh, Nikki Glaser. Uh, yeah, she was another one. 
And one thing I noticed that all female comedians are the same. They talk about blowjobs, getting drunk, and being whores. And it's like, all right, all right, all right, enough here. Like, that's their gimmick. The thing about male comedians is, like, they're all different for the most part. They all have their own uh, gimmicks and personalities, things like that. They tell their own jokes. They don't tell the same sets over and over again. But it's like with every female comedian, it's like wash, rinse, fucking repeat, man. There's not too many that stand out anymore, and they're just all pretty bad. I got a couple chuckles out of each one, but it's like they're telling the same jokes just with a different face behind them. It's 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 freaking funny. It's like, oh, I'm a whore. I'm such a drunk. Oh, my God. I woke up with some dick inside of me, and oh, oh my God, another guy's house. Oh, what a whore, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, all right, get a new fucking gimmick. I don't know if any of you have noticed that, but yeah, they're all the same. Rachel Feinstein, she's pretty good. She tells stories about her, her mother and does pretty good impersonations. And she's, she's funny overall, but uh, she she can fall into that trap too sometimes. It's just female comedians who just like to get fucked and drink all the time. I mean, it's, it's Chelsea Handler is another one. And it's funny too, because a lot of those women that tell those jokes are the Me Too women too. Like, Me Too, the march is on, blah, 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 fucking blah. And it's just, you know... It's like, all right, I uh, I got you. But yeah, um, I, I was going to go over life goals and shit like that, but I'm going to save that for another one because I don't want this to be a very long podcast just because I just wanted to touch base and say what's up, everybody. It's fucking Friday podcast today. I'm all over the place right now with this fucking scheduling thing because it's like right now it doesn't feel like a Friday. It feels like a Monday because I was off yesterday. And I was going to do this podcast yesterday, but I was I was just too much enjoying myself. And we had a really good day. My daughter lost a toy Um if you guys ever watched Peppa Pig, it's um, Zoe Zebra was the name. She had a toy, and apparently that's like the most rare one out there for some odd reason. And we got her as part of a play set that we can't find anymore. It was like 69 bucks or some shit like that. I was going to buy it and return it at the store with that one toy missing just to get her that one toy. Because she has everything. I mean, she has every toy known to man. We, we spoil the kids, but they're good and they deserve it. But, um... Yeah, we went we went to the store, and it was like a only-at-Walmart deal, and we fucking grabbed that Zoe Zebra, threw it in the cart. It was like 15 bucks, but when we went up to the register, it wasn't scanning. I guess, like, they didn't put it in the system. So the cashier's like, how much was this toy? Because it wasn't scanning. She came over to help. I'm like, oh, it was like 10 bucks. And she puts in it for 9 <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. Cool. So we got a little $6 discount, which is fitting, because we only wanted one toy out of it anyway. So, I mean, it worked out pretty good. She was happy as hell. I've never seen her so happy. She slept with the toy and everything. It was really cool that makes you feel great as a parent to make your kids happy and it's to see a smile on their face you know there's nothing like it in the world and that's just something that i pride myself on as a good dad is just making the kids happy you know and that's just what i like to do you know but um i do want to talk about life goals though i'm going to do that on my next solo podcast and that'll be coming out normally uh like tuesdays is when i try to do those so i'm gonna try to get back on schedule with that Tonight is a night that we normally do the big podcast with, you know, the two of us, but we'll probably save that for tomorrow night because, like I said, my hours did change. So we're going to do that. I'm going to get with the Nerdette today and tomorrow. We're going to talk about what we're going to talk about tomorrow night, and we will drop that motherfucker. So, yeah, get ready for that. That's going to hit. Um, she might do her own solo podcast today or tomorrow as well just to get in, you know, the the quota that we set for ourselves and the scheduling and things like that we're going to talk about. But, yeah, guys, that's it for me this week. Um you know what to do. Uh, Twitter at Myrtle Beach Nerd. That's how you can find me. That's the best way to contact me because um, there's no other way, really. Facebook is Myrtle Beach Nerds. So I don't really touch that one as much. I might delete it because it's really not that good. A lot of weird shit going on there anyway. And um, what else am I going to say? Oh, yeah, the email Myrtle Beach Nerds at gmail.com. That's Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at gmail.com. Please hit us up. Uh, if any feedback or anything like that, any topics you want us to talk about, anything you may want to do, you can even come on and hop on bullshit with us. Shoot the breeze, man. I'm not against that. We'll figure something out. 
uh, any other podcasters out there want to collab let us know send us a fucking email man we're, we're always here we're ready um just excited to do anything i'm willing to talk at least you know figure some stuff out so that's been it for the marital beats nerd this week guys i love you talk to you later have a good one